You're listening to Between Blue Worlds on Open Lines Radio. Follow Angie on Instagram at Between Blue Worlds. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Between Blue Worlds. Enjoy! I bought a new butter dish and everything is changing. I planted a garden and now everything is changing. I started wearing these new sandals that I've wanted since middle school and I bought two pairs of them. Correction, my husband ran in and bought two pairs of them for me and I told him the story. And he said, do you want them still? And I said, yes. And he said, which color? And I said, black. And then we went and shopped some more and I said, I still want the pink ones. And he went in and got those too. Is that how that happened? I can't remember. We could tell it a different way. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Hold on. I'm going to get some ice. I was just listening to, and I still have to finish listening to, but I got uh, sidetracked, and then I wanted to record something and chime in. I started listening to uh, Mark and Holly's uh, podcast, Through the Greenhouse Haze, and it's fucking amazing. I was laughing my ass off. You're beautiful people. Um, I now know that 99% of toilets flush an E-flat. Um, I forget the other one now already. I loved... <laughs> Do you know what kills more things than sharks? What? Everything. <laughs> yep. Um, it's just all amazing. We're just amazing people. We're hella funny. We're super talented. We're not used to saying good things about ourselves. Which is funny because it makes us come off as arrogant. I bet everybody who talks on Open Lines Radio, everybody who's put their voice out there on this podcast or really any podcast, has suffered the eye roll, the eyebrow, the judgment, the gaze... Of someone who thinks you're just too much for everything. You're just a little too over the top now, aren't you? Aren't you Open Lines Radio Voices? Aren't you a little too over the top? Don't you say too much about just about everything? Do you have to have an opinion on everything? Yeah, I sure as fuck do. I'm here, man. Why would I not? I have all the other time of all eternity to not have an opinion on the things that are here. Right now... Oh my gosh, my baby's carrying this truck that I feel so scared has Black Widows in it. I want to tell you about Black Widows. First of all, I have an on-again, off-again with them. I think we're... We get each other, but then sometimes I believe the propaganda about them. It sucks. I gotta apologize. I wonder if they ever do that about me. The language we speak to each other isn't really a... English or anything like that when you start gardening and working with animals and stuff you translate it into the best English you can when other people ask like what things are saying or when you try to tell somebody something but the reality is when you're in it and communing it's not a language (laughs) at all it's it's a feeling first and you can when you for me I got real uh, sensitive to everything Um, once my second child was born, naturally, 
Um, I went through the natural cycles of childbirth and breastfeeding and birthing at home and having the complete family unit and everything. Um, and everybody supporting everybody to the best of their ability, like really having that as their intention and everything. People cannot fully support one another, just to get that out there. We can't be everything to each other because we're not everything to ourselves. That's not what Earth is. We're everything to ourselves. Again, we have all of eternity to be everything to ourselves. We have here to team. Oh, I hate this. Blah. I can hear myself saying things that I've heard other people say that I just fucking hated when they say it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be a goddamn part of it. People fucking suck. 90% of the time, they screw you over. They fuck things up. And if they don't, I fucking will. Just guarantee that right there. I'm going to say the wrong goddamn thing and think about it all fucking night. Probably for 20 years or so. If patterns are telling. But man, is there a lot of shit I don't remember at all. Or I remember rarely. And it doesn't bother me. And it probably bothers somebody else. Have you ever, like, run into somebody you haven't seen in a long time and they bring something up that you don't remember at all? Or you don't recognize them and don't remember them even when they tell you who they are? Hmm? And then they tell you some fundamental thing that you are a linchpin in, whether it was your comment or you were there for or something, or you were a catalyst in their life in some way. I wonder how many little spirals of universes and galaxies you've spun off into different directions just by making a slower than usual left turn. How many people have you propelled into greatness or complete demise without even batting an eye? It bothered me that I said batting an eye because that was the predictable thing to say. I feel like people that write and do poetry, they knew I was going to say that. I love screenwriting because it's all the things with audio, visual, everything. TV gets a bad rap, mostly by the people that enjoy it the most. You don't really want people to know. Makes it a little more delicious when it's conflicted, a little spicier. Add a little spice on top. I could just like this thing and proudly talk about it, and many people do. They even are tour guides at the studios or whatever. Or they're the screenwriters and actors themselves. But then there's those of us who decided, for whatever reason, or ran into uh, teachings, patterns, cultural bias, societal, whatever, our perspective, our genetics, our star alignments, our whatever the fuck we ran into, our Mayan code, oh, roadside shaman, I don't know how to read this new calendar thing! Um, she sent me this amazing calendar. She, oh, her and, uh, Juliet WB Dreamer. Um, oh my gosh, I was going to talk about Gilmore Girls. WB makes me think of Gilmore Girls. Um, that's kind of funny, and you're both girls. Girls, now girls. So as women, we've been a little retarded. Uh, just in our development, we've been set back by, uh, I'll say, you know, I think the Abrahamic tradition had a little bit to do with it. I'm not going to point fingers. Yeah, I am. I'm going to say that we, we, when we move into equality, we kind of have to put some things away. Um, oh my god, I could use Doreen Virtue as a great example. She's deleted her videos now. But you used to be able to go back and watch her old videos and notice her husband start showing up on them. 
and as the farm starts to fail and animals start to die and she has to grow up and confront death herself so if you farm you have to call animals there's animals that are suffering and you have to kill them this is why i'm not on a farm yet i'm not there um there's this wonderful beautiful account i should talk to her about doing something on here i don't know what she just changed her name to oh shoot Kristen. Um, she started out doing belly dancing stuff. If you know her, her name's Kristen, but it's got an H in it. (coughs) I actually forget where. God, I hope it's pronounced Kristen. Meeting people in this way has really changed the way we interact. We have to apologize for being, doing stuff that would be so rude in person all the time, but it's just so, you know, how would I know how to pronounce it? I guess I'd have to ask her, but I didn't even think about it. So I'm just an asshole. I hope not. I sure enjoy her. So she started out as this account that was belly dancing. And I and I love the belly dancing stuff. And she was doing outdoorsy stuff. And then she moved into a trailer. And it was so cool. And her and her partner separated. And she got super crazy independent. And she was doing all this really cool stuff in Portland. And, and then she showed me how to, how, to, how to clean and turn roadkill into art. Huh, and jewelry. And food. I don't know if she ate the roadkill. I don't remember, (laughs) but I do know I would, uh, if I was already at that point, you know, like not from here to there, like today I wouldn't eat roadkill, but if I had gone through that journey, totally, I don't see anything fundamentally wrong or different about it. I think if you start looking into what happens to animals in slaughterhouses, it's pretty much a thousand times worse and dirtier. Oh, and the people abuse. Don't even get me started on the workers, guys. Did you think about what these places do to communities? Psychologically, what it does to you if you're boiling live chickens, 20,000 of them a day? Did you know most of the people that work in slaughterhouses are either developmentally disabled, and that's how they get their 3 to $9 a day, or um, they're immigrant. They're first generation or um, <laughs> close to it, often not English-speaking. <laughs> it's traumatizing whole societies. You can't have good dreams with that job. It's not a natural way to live or to kill things, or to confront death, or it creates sociopaths. We've created the problem, but we can solve it. That's the good thing about creating a problem. That's why I don't get into David Icke shit. I wanted to talk about the daddy long legs. Um, I allow daddy long legs at my house, even though they're very venomous, because they can't harm... Hey, 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 humans! Stop pulling on that! They can't harm humans. Um, because they can't, their bite is too small for our our skin, but they're very venomous in reality, you know, for things that they can bite. Stop pulling on these. It's making me so nervous. When you pull on them, it makes them bounce and I'm afraid they're going to fall. I don't like the idea of them falling at all. I know. And daddy said this stuff could cut us. We have to be super careful. This stuff right here could cut us. No, you can't get up here. Careful. I'm not up there either. Yeah. We got to keep our feet on the ground for this one. We can go over there and get on top of stuff. Oh, do you want to go over there and get on top of things? You want me to come get you? I could come get you. I could come get you. I'll come get you. You're cute. Hi. Whoa. You want up or down? You're up. 
She chose down. She chose down. That's a labyrinth movie quote. Um, so daddy long legs are very, very venomous. I allow them. I started to allow black widows. I got to this really good place with black widows. I started doing a bunch of research. And it was like one to five people a year die from black widows. And then I Googled, I think I got bit by, or I got bit by black widow. What do I do? And when I Googled that, it said it could feel like anything from a pinch to this. Most people live, but it was like totally different than Googling black widow bites. Like the, the, the gateway I used to get into the information, the door I chose led to such a different destination and understanding of them. And I found out that, you know, if you get a bite, you don't necessarily even need to go to the hospital. Um, you know, you watch for a fever. Yeah. Oh, bounce, bounce, bounce. It was all very interesting. Oh my gosh. So I felt really guilty about um, eating eggs. I wasn't eating them. The baby was eating eggs and the dog, the new dog, Holly, seemed to really, really want the eggs. So I thought, all right, I'll do her kibble, which we're getting rid of again. We've made attempts in the past to feed our dogs just, you know, non-dehydrated food because kibble is dehydrated food. It's like eating space food your whole life. So I was trying to get away from that. Um, And in the past, I've just hit, it's hard. It's hard. I don't know why it's hard. Is it easy for everybody else? I don't think so because I think most people are doing kibble. So I have shame around it, like saying it's hard, but it was really difficult. I was getting goat milk and like all this stuff. There's like, oh, I had to figure out its balance and like trying to figure out its balance in a way that I never would with kibble. I would never pay that much attention if you actually read the back of the thing, you know, whatever. So it's kind of like when you like go vegetarian or vegan or whatever and people go, well, are you getting enough this? And you're like, I was straight up eating Taco Bell with you 20 minutes ago. You were not concerned just because I was eating, you know, their processed ass slaughterhouse meat. Now, without that, I don't know. Can you survive without that processed ass slaughterhouse meat? Can you? Yeah. It's just secondhand nutrition. I read this really cool breakdown of what the United States looked like when the indigenous people were at their height. And when they were at their height. You want that bowl back, Holly? I'm sorry. I put a raw egg on her kibble and she's not eating it. She's just laying on it next to it. And so I took it thinking I would relieve her of the anxiety. And then she was like, hey, whoa, give it back there, podcaster lady. Come back here. Don't, you're half-assing many things instead of full-assing this one thing here. Don't do that. I'll take it away, though, if you get all... She was looking. So what just happened is she took a couple licks... Then she went to go find Zeus because she really likes to play around her food. She has not hurt any dogs or anything like that. Um, she's just, I don't know. She's hyperactive. She's a really, that's what we called it when I was in school. You know, she is, she's a spirited dog. She's excited. She gets all excited about everything. And if she were a different kind of personality and did some of the things she did, it would be threatening. But because she's her personality, it's just Holly. <laughs> she's just doing what she does. She's a little Coco Paley. And she has, we found out Holly has a good growl. Don't you, Holly? Yeah. She just did it right when I said that. Not like at me. She did it because I went down and did the, and then she does it back because we're family.
Did you hear the waver in my voice afterwards? That was to sound small and stuff because then she knows that we're not really growling at each other. And then she went back and she did a little whimper. Your voice is so powerful. You really, you in, oh, did you trip? I'm so sorry, come here. Wide legs, wide legs, does that help? I love you. I'm sorry you tripped. Did your toe hurt? Oh, are you going upside down? Are we going to go upside down? Oh, no, right side up. Little Bobby, right side up. What do you want? You want some coffee beans? You want some chips? No muffin. Aya. Hiya. You want Muppet Babies? Miss Piggy goes, hiya. Is your hand sticky? Do you have sticky hands from the food? Oh, from the lemon cucumbers probably, huh? And the coconut sugar. We went outside, but we didn't play in the water this time. So they're still a little sticky. Should we find some? Oh, that's right. We got to fix that drawer. Yeah, pulled all the clothes out of the bottom drawer, and uh, which is fine because we're emptying out that dresser. What we're doing, and uh, so we were pulling them all out, and then stood in the drawer and, and bent down. It was the bottom drawer of a really short dresser. A lot of toddlers die from uh, dresser. Not a lot. It's not every day, but it might be. I have no fucking idea. I know it's more than sharks. Um, but, uh, they're injured, uh, because dressers fall on them. This is like a really long, low dresser. And I was right there. Uh, I'm really paranoid about that. So this is my PSA. Uh, yes, I did just say that he stood in a drawer, but I'm letting you know how and why. And please do not try to do your best to watch that they don't climb their dressers or that their dressers are attached to the wall. But that kind of gives you a false sense of security. Like, do that, but then also watch, because they can come out from the wall. You can have either you or whoever do it make a mistake or do a shitty job or use the wrong materials or it turns out the wall is different. What's wrong? Is that, should that be off? We need it all off? Off. Let's take it all off. Hi, Momo. Mocha wants it. Why? You just need it all off? <laughs> oh. Alright, can I say this about black widows? I think the daddy long legs have killed all our black widows. So, they're more venomous, but they can't bite us, and they kill the ones that can bite us that are not as bad as we thought, it were, thought they were. And that's that. Thank you for listening to me. This is Angie with Between Blue Worlds. Go listen to everybody else here at Open Lines Radio. Go say thank you to Mark and donate. Uh, this is all just us putting shit out. It's just us throwing it against the wall and seeing what will resonate and what changes the world. All right, we love you guys very sincerely, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace out.